0: Welcome to True Story Sis, the show where we discuss and get real about stories of life, personal experiences, society, and self-love that many communities are talking about. I am your host, Naomi, and welcome to my podcast. hey everyone welcome back to the true story sis podcast so right now what I'm doing is I'm doing an introduction just to explain as to why well basically the main question that everybody has been asking me was why was I taking so long to make another episode what was taking me long what was i doing and just basically you know just basically that question everybody that was asking me and you know i have honestly i have no excuses at this point because it's been four months you know and i know that's a very long time but um you know before we went in lockdown and quarantine and this whole virus thing that has been going on Um, I was very caught up in school where um, I was just school. And if I wasn't at school, I was home. And if I wasn't home, I was at school. Like, if you didn't find me anywhere, like, for sure, you would have found me at school. Like, for sure. And so I just, you know, I didn't make time. Like I said, I was. And, you know, at first, I honestly... I underestimated it because I was like, people are not going to listen to me watch. Like, it's just going to be whatever. But after the first episode and even the trailer, people were just like, yeah, like, oh my gosh, it's so interesting. And honestly, all the messages that I got and, you know, it just, it really made me feel happy. I was like, oh my gosh. And even people still to this day are still listening to it. The stats are still going high. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, people actually want to listen to me talk. Like, Wow, like that's actually really cool. But you know, now that this whole quarantine and the coronavirus that has been going on, I was like, okay, well, at least this will give me an opportunity to work more on it before you know we all go back to our normal lives and you know I'll be busy again and stuff. But I'll never lose sight of it. I'll always like, okay, like what am I gonna talk about? And even coming up with content episodes and making sure the facts are right correct and everything it's really hard i was like dang like this is actually really harder than i thought it was going to be but i mean i got this like there's no worries and even this whole quarantine thing threw me off as well because it just i had a whole schedule with okay I'm gonna talk to this person I'll interview them here I'll go here Like you know just trying to come up with You know a bunch of ideas And that was just kind of like thrown out the window With the social distancing and stuff So it was just kind of like okay Now what I, What am I gonna do Basically But um, here I am now And You know this time I'm serious <laughs> Let's just say that This time I am serious I promise this time that I will have more content develop, and I've actually been working on that like okay like this episode I'll talk about this I'll have this topic ready and I'll have this topic ready because it is a process it's not that hard you know because but even that too like I just come to realization that I'm whatever I'm going to talk about or even the episode alone it is not going to be perfect you know nothing that I do is going to be perfect so you know what like like you know, I'll just, I'm gonna just do it. I'm gonna just do it. You know what? Oh well. But um, like not not meaning that I'm going to talk about and say whatever. Not in that sense. Just in the sense that okay, like you know what? Like I'm just I'm going to be as real as I can be with you guys. You know, with my stories, with whoever I interview, um, what it what it, what it may be that I'm talking about or just in general whatever in whatever the case may be so but I'm here now and I am working hard as I can be (laughs) and also along with school as well like right now I'm actually taking a break from one of my assignments because my brain is fried having to transition from you know our normal lives where we would go out every day like for me like I'm I am not an introvert person I am extrovert whatever you guys want to say but I am used to going out and seeing people seeing cars you know just kind of like basic societal things that we see every day that we're, we're so used to and it's just kind of like oh like this sucks like I am dying to go outside I'm dying to go out already and even to school like I actually miss school so it's just been a a big adjustment, but I'm getting through it and adjusting every day as you know each day passes. So, but but even alone that with that too with the coronavirus, please everyone just stay safe, take care of yourself and your loved ones as well, or whoever your surroundings may be, because a lot of people are not taking this as serious as it should be even aside from politics, aside from whatever uh, conspiracy theories and issues that, you know, everybody talks about every day in the end, the end goal and all this is that everybody just needs to take care of each other, you know, because we just, this was honestly a slap to the face for everyone where we, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We're not, tomorrow is not promised. We just never know when, where whoever we talk to is that the last time are we gonna talk to them it just for me it just made me question everything like oh wow like I really took everything for granted I took my family for granted I took even my relationship for granted I took um the things that I you know was blessed with for granted and even school alone like the last day I skipped one of my classes and I never went back again so I was like wow like oh my gosh you know so this time I was like wow like this is really a wake-up call for me and it should be for everybody you know that at the end of the day like I mentioned in the first episode you're gonna do what you're gonna do because you know a virus could come in and you know just basically sweep sweep the life out of everybody in a second we just we never know we can have this we can have that but you know what one day some all of that could be taken away from us in a second so but like I'm, I'm not really going to go into detail about this because I know as much as I am and I know for everyone else that we are really just honestly tired at this point of hearing coronavirus this corona coronavirus that uh you know social distancing and all of this you know stuff and it's just you know what like I just I want to be sane for a little while without having to hear about that and you know because it's it's for now you know it's become normalized but for me what I just tell myself every day is that this is temporary as long as I'm doing my part and my advice for everyone is to do your part as well you know the more that everybody does their own part the more that I'm well not the more but the faster this might all be over, you know, because it is temporary, this is not going to be permanent, I promise you guys that, that is what I tell myself every day, that this is going to pass, this is going to pass, just do your part, you know, take care of yourself, take your vitamins, take your Tylenol, take your Pila, your Suero, keep onions in your room, or no, no sé qué tanto, but, you know, do what you gotta do, and take care of your loved ones, please be considerate of others as well, because, you know, it's just, you know, it's ridiculous. Honestly, the things that I've seen so far that's been going on, it's ridiculous. But, you know, do your part and, you know, this will all be over soon. It will be over soon. But, you know, enough with that. Um, For today's episode, I am going to talk about the five love languages and how they affect relationships and what society has to say about it as well. So... If you're interested, then please keep on listening. Hello, everyone, once again. So as I mentioned in the introduction in today's episode, I will be talking about uh, the five love languages and just, you know, how they can affect relationships and just the basic societal standards that you know our society has to say about you know just in general of I guess you could say the expectations that people and couples and individuals have to have to expect when to enter in a relationship and You know, today we'll just kind of be discussing about that and, you know, talking about the pros and the cons and, you know, how, you know, the five love languages, they just basically how they play a big part. If not only in your relationship, but also in your friendships and even within yourself, you know, it's pretty interesting. So, um let me uh discuss a little bit about the background of how i discovered this topic so i guess this was a pretty common topic i didn't even know about it until um because this semester i'm taking well i'm a public health major so um this was this is actually one of my required classes which is intro to human sexuality so one time my professor had brought up this uh, topic about the five love languages and I was just so interested because as many of you may not know, I have, well, I'm currently in a relationship with, um, I don't know if you would consider it high school sweetheart, but I'm pretty sure it is, uh, me and my boyfriend, um, when we got together, I was a senior and he was a sophomore but everybody wants to judge that we're two years apart, but we're not. We are not. <laughs> we are a year and eight months apart. But um, everybody really tripped off about that. But we have been together ever since. We are actually three years and almost four months together. So we're going on uh, almost four years which has felt forever, but I don't regret it. I love him so much. But, um, well, as I was saying, I'm kind of getting a little bit off track, but um, so my professor was discussing about this, and we actually had to do an assignment on it, and I had to interview two people to find out. So I had to not interview two people, but I had to get two people to take the five love languages quiz and, it was really interesting. It really interested me because it was like, wow, like, you know, it answered a lot of my questions. That's why. But uh, let me get into the the actual uh, topic really quick. But um, what what I took from this topic was that I just felt like the five lang- the five love languages it kind of like ties into like I mentioned relationships and society altogether because. You know they can reflect not saying that they do automatically i'm not saying that because everybody's relationship is different everybody's friendships are different and everybody individually is different everybody has different expectations everybody has different needs wants you know etc and i'm just kind of speaking how it can affect those you know like beliefs and your personal self and you know even what you may desire from you know if you want to be in a relationship or you're looking for a certain friendship and you know you're just kind of like you know you're not sure you're uncertain because of you know what basically what societal standards have for us as a as um as a society Altogether, and you know, and currently, now in our lifetime, how social media, you know, even social media has a big impact on, you know, what a healthy relationship should look like, what a toxic relationship does look like, what are the signs, you know, what are the signs for this, what are the flags, what are the good things, you know, what it, you know, just all of those things that you typically see on a daily basis because there is not a day where I don't see something like that am I right really like you know whether it be twitter snapchat instagram facebook um and even tiktok even tiktok now I love tiktok oh my gosh I'm so addicted to it like I need to stop (laughs) but aside from that um like I was saying social media nowadays in a good way and a bad way uh but mostly bad has unfortunately put even put a barrier Between you know how we should feel about certain relationships and and even feelings of of wanting to be accepted from others you know so and i just want to uh comment real quick before i actually go more into detail um i hope that whoever may be listening and all of you that are listening as of now you listen with an open mind you know because not everyone has the same beliefs or standards as, as I, I may do. Um. Not everybody has the same advice that I may give today. Not everybody will agree with some things that I may say. So I just hope that many of you will uh, listen with an open mind because, you know, I am speaking from my past experience of myself. I'm speaking from experiences with my relationship. I am speaking from experiences with my friendships and even my individual self because I've gone through it all um even though like many have said or i know one time which i honestly i'll give this advice right now even though many people may may know me as how i've only been in one relationship in one relationship and i think i may know it all but honestly i have been through so much where i am willing to work things out to have that good relationship I mean, it's not like I ha- I didn't talk to guys before, you know, because I have, but you know, if you're going to judge and not listen with an open mind, then this is not for you. But this is why I'm hoping that many of you will listen and be understanding that, you know, I am speaking from experience and I'm speaking also for those that have came for me, have came to me for advice because I mean, I'm not being cocky. I'm not I'm not trying to uh portray myself as that, but uh, many people have came to me for advice because of my relationship and I'm not going to expose those people. I'm just kind of speaking from like other people's perspective what they have came to me for because, you know, like I'm not a doctor. I'm not a love counselor. I'm I'm nothing. I'm just, you know, speaking from experience. So, I hope that many of you understand that you know i'm just speaking with an open mind and experience but okay so uh aside from that uh the five love languages as many of you may know or may not know um the five love languages uh, there's well it's from a book it's from a book which uh, well it's the one of the number one uh New York Times bestseller by Dr. Gary Chapman where he, he presents basically the simple truth of how relationships grow better when we understand each other, which, you know, I kinda like had commented earlier and how basically everyone gives and receives love differently. But with a little insight into all of the differences that you guys may have, Like I said earlier, within your relationships, friendships, or even with yourself. But so we can learn how we can confidently be equipped to communicate love well, whatever it may be. So, but and like I said, it is true for all different sorts of relationships, such as if you know you just got married, uh, if you're just dating, uh, even for your children as well, um, for teenagers. Uh, for your friends and, you know, like I said, even your individual self and especially for long-distance relationships as well Um, because, you know, and even for older couples as well, you know, that are just kind of like, you know, at that, in that phase where they they don't know what's going on within the relationship. They're kind of questioning everything that's going on. So he kind of talks about that in his book as well. And so, uh, he also mentioned in his book that uh you know as the years have, have gone by uh this revolutionary concept that uh, you know the five love languages has improved millions of relationships across the globe uh because i believe he's a he's a he's like a therapist a uh, counselor i'm not sure don't don't quote me on that but um the he he also describes how it is pretty simple like i said like he mentioned different people with different personalities express love in different ways and he called and this is where he had formed to call these ways of expressing and receiving love as the five love languages so as uh i will define the five love languages uh they uh the first one uh, let me explain myself correctly, sorry. But um, the five love languages, there's five. So the first one are the words of affirmation. The second one is acts of service. The third one is receiving gifts. Believe me or not, uh, we will go into detail. Many of you are probably tripping out right now, but that is considered a love language. Um, The fourth one is quality time. And number five is physical touch. So... With all of these five love languages, uh you you or any other individual can have at least one language that you know they may prefer, or they can even have more than one, which is actually honestly it trips me out. But and honestly, from here this is where it gets interesting. Um, it's it it's honestly really interesting. I, it it honestly trips me out. But um, what's it called? So basically. So I'll describe what the, what exactly each one is. So, so like I mentioned earlier, out of, out of the five, you know, each one of you does have a primary love language that speaks to, that speaks more deeply to you than others. Even if you don't even know what it is, once you learn more about it, then you'll have an understanding of, oh, okay, like, you know. That, that makes sense why I may act like that in a certain way. That makes sense why I feel like this in a certain situation. So if you do have a partner or you're looking for someone, you know, discovering each other's language and speaking it regularly is the best way to really just, you know, keep your love alive and to understand each other better. So the first one is a word like a, um, sorry, the first one is words of affirmation. So this is when uh, using words to build up each other. So such as like um, you telling your partner or even you're talking to yourself such as, oh, you know, thanks for taking out the garbage or, you know, thank you for um basically just kind of like encouraging that person to do better. Like, oh, my gosh, like you're going to do so well, like you're going to do so good as you crave that, you know, wanting to hear that you're doing good, you know like is i don't know if that kind of is like understanding but it's just basically like i said you're just encouraging that person or you want to to hear words of encouragement and just to just to feel that you feel appreciated and you're always listened to so like actions that you can take or um other people like your partner could take would be like to send an unexpected no a text or a card or just the things that you know you would want so if this sounds familiar then you know just take notes or guys you got a girl take some notes But some things that you would want to avoid, though, if your love language is words of affirmation or your partner's uh, love language is words of affirmation is, you know, not recognizing or appreciating effort. So say your girlfriend or boyfriend, you know, does good if you know that they had like a big test coming up and you know that if they didn't do so well or even if they did well and if you know that then you know as soon as you see them just say like oh you know ask them how did it go or like you know how did it go like let's talk about it you know and just kind of like doing unexpected things like that even if you did even if that person did that because i know sometimes i'm like that too even if i know that i did horrible in something and my boyfriend comes and like he'll tell me oh like you know how did it go And we'll talk about it And even that makes me feel better Because I know that He's kind of encouraging me To do better Even though it might not be the right time But um, He's like no Like you know Do better next time You know Or you know You could improve in this Just basically You know Just kind of Encouraging me And affirming me And just listening to You know how He can help me Or you know Just for me to better myself As a person But Um So the second one um, and I and I think something else, too, that I I know I just I just thought of right now, uh, like something to also not say, because I know it's happened. I know I've seen it before where another thing not to do is like to make like sarcastic remarks, you know, because I know that is a problem for I know I've heard of that problem already so many times how. Maybe you could say like, oh, it's about time you took the garbage out. Like the flies were going to carry it for you or like, you know, stuff like that. You know, just don't, don't do that. Just try to be as encouraging as possible as you can. So the second love language are, um, it's acts of service. So it's basically acts of service is, um, Doing something for yourself or your partner that you knew they would like, so that would be like you know cooking a meal for them, uh washing dishes, cleaning vacuuming, you know, or fixing your car <laughs> like i know i um i'm I'm saying that because acts of service was actually my love language when I took the the quiz. Uh, And I didn't realize that, which is why, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, well, no wonder, like, sometimes when my boyfriend, like, he does stuff for me, like, oh, my gosh, like, it's the biggest, like, oh, like, I love him so much for that, (laughs) you know, I'm just like, oh, my God, I love you more, (laughs) you know, like, especially when he fixes my car, because I have a really old car that's, like, always messing up, so he'll go, he'll change the oil for me without even asking me, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, yes, like, I love you, but I'll I'll talk about my personal experiences later, but um, acts of service, that's what it would be. You know, just doing something for your spouse that, you know, they would like because, you know, they just they're, you know, doing something for them, even especially even without you, like, especially without that person asking. It just kind of like they feel special within themselves, like, oh, my gosh, like I didn't have to tell them or, you know, or even like, oh, my gosh, like they thought about me. You know, like, or they took time out of their day to do something for me without, you know, them having to or without me having to ask them to. So, you know, just or, or even that, like, even even if you don't tell them, even letting them know what you that you that you want to help or that you need the help. It could just lighten you know their stress or their load because i know for me it it really does and i know for many other women and even men too as well you know because it does it goes both ways regardless of what people think or not but you know speaking your partner's love language does go both ways now you should not put everything on you know a female or a male just because of these gender orientations or stereotypes that we have in our society like just don't don't do all that men could do the same things as women as well and women could do the same things as men as well but the simple things okay let's not get all political and you know you you guys know what i'm talking about but um some honestly some things to improve or some actions to take for the acts of service would be like I said, you know, like fixing their car, making them breakfast, going out, going out or, or dinner, going out of your way to help with the chores and things like that. Like, trust me, if that one's your love language, you know what I'm talking about. And some things to, that you may want to avoid to do um, is to lacking follow through on small tasks and large tasks. So if you say you're going to do something, do it. Like, I mean, I should be one to talk on, huh? but <laughs> but um, what's it called? But I'm talking about from a love language perspective and from a relationship perspective. You know, if you say you're going to help your partner in something, then follow through. Um, and, and also listen as much as you can as well, because I know how furiating it can be when you're talking to your partner and they're just kind of like... It goes from one ear out of the other and there's just kind of like disregarding your emotions and feelings, which is horrible. I know how that feels like. So, you know, that's like one big thing to avoid is just to lacking that follow through on large on even small tasks as well. So if you say you're going to do something, if you say you're going to help them, then give them that reassurance or give them, you know, that follow through, like actually follow through with what you say or promise and, okay, so the third uh, love language is receiving gifts. This one honestly tripped me out when my professor was asking us. And I was like, like, no, that's hella shady. Like, why would I want to receive gifts? Like, I don't even need that. I'm not a materialistic type of girl and all this stuff. But this was actually, like, I was like, what? Like, it's actually a love language? But... um so basically receiving gifts is pretty uh self-explanatory and um pretty straightforward you know just basically receiving gifts but you know you're just kind of like for me like that is true like i'm not materialistic but i mean if my boyfriend does give me something or even like my friends and even my mom I'm just like, oh, like, you know, they thought about me or like, look what he got me or look what they got me. So basically in the sense, you know, where the thoughtfulness comes into play, you know, where you're like where you're making your your partner feel special because they're just thinking like, wow, like they went somewhere without me or they went out of their way, you know, and they thought about me, you know. So just that thought that's there, it counts, you know, and it's just like, wow. Like, they didn't have to do that, but they did it. You know, they went out of their way. And, you know, it's just, it's nice. It's nice to receive gifts once in a while. Like, you know, who doesn't want to receive gifts? Like, ain't nobody gonna lie. Like, y'all love to, you know, when your partner rolls up with the Starbucks or, you know, with a certain type of shoes that you've always wanted. Like, I know that. That gets to me. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, yes. Like, I don't deserve you. (laughs) But you know, that's, that's one way how to communicate. So like important actions to take, and it doesn't even have to be gifts. I mean, gifts, it it could be like gestures as well. So you know, giving thoughtful gifts that you made or that you bought and gestures as well. And just expressing your gratitude when receiving gifts. So if you do receive, receive a gift from like your spouse or any who, whoever it may be, just express how, you know, there's how you love them so much and how you appreciate the time they took out of their day to uh buy you a gift or you know where you received a certain type of gesture and just basically making them feel like you know you really appreciate what they did for you and just giving them that enthusiasm of how happy you are to receive that and you know some things to avoid um that's also pretty straightforward as well, you know, just don't, don't come off as like unenthusiastic or forgetting a special occasion as well, because I know that, excuse me, that can be very, um, that can ruin a lot of things, (laughs) let's just say that, you know, um, you know, forgetting special occasions that it would probably be, like, a main one. You know, just kind of, like, you know, you know, don't do that. Write it on your phone. That's why we got phones. Write it in your planner. Write it on the post-it. Post Put it in your car, your fridge, or whatever, you know. But those are just some things to avoid. That way, you don't have a fallout. You don't have an argument. Because I know that, you know, once you're in a relationship, you got to, you know, give it your all. And, you know, make your spouse, partner a friend uh feel special you know because that could really set set off a person even for guys as well so the fourth love language is quality time so this is just basically this is pretty straightforward as well which is you know just giving your partner uh or whoever it may be Uh, your undivided attention such as you know taking a walk together even sitting on the couch with the tv off and just talking and listening especially you know this is honestly something that I feel like what is going on a lot right now especially because we're all on lockdown so a lot of people are stuck with you know their partners or their, their family and their loved ones so that can be one but like i said this is pretty straightforward um just how, learning how to communicate um you know just giving just t- spending quality time without any interruptions and just having focused conversation because you know one one on one time is important i don't know if that makes sense but just basically giving you know undivided attention because that could mean a lot to someone you know just spending quality time and just you know just relaxing and chilling even just sleeping you know with each other taking a nap doing simple things it's it's pretty simple you're pretty straightforward like I said so some actions to take if this is your love language uh just you know create special moments take walks and do your small do small things with your partner you know the things that you do with your partner or what they do a lot of people may think that it's not normal but really what your partner does is just really what they desire from you as well you know I had to learn that the hard way but you know just really learning how to to develop these actions to take can really make a difference in your relationships and whatever other relationships you guys um may have and for this, of uh, uh, like, some things to avoid, I can say maybe it's, like, distractions when spending time together or a long time without a one-on-one. So, like, one, like with a long time without having, a like, that one-on-one time, like, your privacy, basically. You know, so, it just, you know, that one's pretty straightforward, like I said. But, you know, just basically finding that time. If you, if people are, like, coming in, you know, Especially if you live with other people as well. I know it could be hard, but like I said, taking walks together by yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you're living with someone or you live with your family or whatever, it is okay to take time for you too, okay? Nobody says that it's wrong that you can't take whoever you're with with you, okay? Like, don't don't believe that. Like, it is okay to spend time together and it's okay to, you know, have that quality time alone without anyone okay so and then for the last one is physical touch so this one's pretty straightforward as well um this is this consists of you know holding hands hugging kissing sexual intercourse which is you know all expressions of love and you know this just basically straightforward you know this is just the the non-verbal way of communication with but instead with your body language and just touch you know to show love with each other um that one I don't really have to go into detail I feel like that one is just kind of you know it's pretty straightforward and you know like the simple actions to take you know hugs kisses cuddling even like when you guys see each other every day you know give a kiss goodbye give a kiss goodnight give a kiss when you see them or hug them you know or unexpected hugs or you know even cuddling, watching T V and you could just cuddle up together. Um, that's just basically it. and just showing your affection for them. If you're not that if you're a very like touchy person, then this is probably like perfect for you. But if you're not, you know, it's it's a good way like I said, I also had to learn the hard way, but this is a good way of, you know, developing, you know, a good uh relationship with your partner and some things to avoid really is kind of straightforward just don't don't physically neglect or abuse your partner you know in any type of way or form it is totally unacceptable never it is never right in any form or way whatever anybody says physical abuse and neglect is never okay even emotional and mental abuse as well it is not okay, you know, because that will lead to other things, and I'm pretty sure everybody knows where that can escalate to. So, you know, like I said, it, it's never the never okay to take any type of abuse, and even for women and men that are taking abuse or that have been abused, it the uh, it's unacceptable, and it is okay to walk away from that if you are experiencing that. So. Pretty much, that's really it, uh, to defining what they are, um, so pretty much for me and my personal experience, um, I, you know, as many of you may know, um, when I was in high school, a lot of people tripped out that I, I really ended up with someone that nobody expected for me to to be in a relationship with which it was honestly a good feeling because it was like I proved everybody wrong. But at the same time, that wasn't my main goal um, because I was just doing my own thing. And um, I could really say that we've come a long way. You know, we've come a long way because, you know, I've had little relationships in there but you know like they say they don't count (laughs) it was just like an experience but for him like it was just that type where i was like okay like i'm gonna stop chasing people and wanting people to come into my life i'm gonna wait until someone comes into my life you know and um and for him too it it, like for me our relationship we, we have been like the first of most of everything you know Well, more for him than me, but um, as relationship-wise and deep as our relationship is, it has been like a first... We've gone through really everything together and, you know, and it just reminded me of my relationship because I know that, you know, your family could get in the way, friends could get in the way of trying to tell you how to be, um, how to basically be a a good girlfriend or kind of like what to expect but in a bad way you know just giving like bad advice which is why I never really I never really spoke on my relationship I never uh, went to advice really for anybody except for like the people that I know that I can trust and stuff that I know that will give me like reasonable advice because I know I would go to certain people and family members for advice and you know like, they would just kind of, like... Um, and my family, uh, they we've been through all a lot. Every single person. So, it was just kind of like, you know what? Like, not to be mean, but I'm not going to take advice, you know? Because either somebody's divorced, either someone's separated, either someone's on and off. So, like I said, I've learned from experience, you know, from what I don't want to have in my future. So, it's just... You know, I just kind of like would follow really what I wanted and what I desired. And I didn't care what people other people had to say, because I know, like I said, a lot of people that I went to would just be like, no, well, you got to make him learn the hard way. You got to make him fight for you. You got to do this. Like, you got to just basically turn him into, you know, your slave. And basically, and I just I didn't agree with that. I was like, no, like he has feelings, too. He's not just a piece of. You know, he's not like he's not a kid, he's not a child, he's not a dog. Like, I'm gonna treat him equally as I would wanna be treated, you know? Because that, and also it also, and it also follows back to like these culture norms that we go through, especially for me because I am Hispanic and Mexicans. Well, Hispanic, so, um, especially in my uh, family, I do come from, uh, well, both sides of my family are machista. You know, I do come from my ancestors were all machistas. Uh, My father was machista. So it was just kind of something where it was time for me to break that cycle, you know, for me to just like, you know what, like you guys did it. You guys had your time, but I'm sorry, but I'm not, I'm not going to follow with that. And I don't agree with everything that, you know, that has happened in the past. And I want it different for myself. Like I could be independent. I'm not going to let a man tell me what what to do and basically control me, you know, as a typical machista does. So for many of you that don't know what machista, what a machista is, is basically, you know, a man who um, downgrades women uh, where women just basically have to stay home and have kids and not work and don't get education. But I I get an education. But I mean, there's different forms of uh, machismo. Uh, Actually, I've learned that. Um, in the past. Um, but I'm not going to go really into detail about that. But basically, I wasn't going to let um, these cultural norms and societal based standards that, you know, a man doesn't have to do everything for me, or I don't have to depend on a man for everything. I am my own person. And I'm going to find somebody that, you know, that loves me for who I am, agrees with my ways. And I'm going to in if he does and I'm going to treat him the same way I'm not gonna you know I could work he he could work like we're just gonna we're like we're we are basically compromising with each other that's what I desired in a relationship and I wasn't gonna let anybody you know change that perspective for me and you know so I feel like I have which it took a while because I mean I was young so I was like okay you know why didn't you, why didn't you buy me something? Or why didn't you, you know, why didn't you do this for me? You're supposed to because you're the man of the relationship. You know, at first I can say that I was like that. I can say I was like that and I didn't realize, you know, how how toxic that could have been. And I could tell that even my boyfriend was like, oh, but like he, he was new to it too. So, of course, he was willing to do what he wanted for our relationship. But it wasn't like as bad as uh, many people may think that it was but um i know that now that i'm older and now that we're both you know in college and you know doing our own thing sometimes like it's just like and especially now with learning these lo- the, the love language i understand a lot of the things that he does and i and before i remember like a lot of people would be like why does he do that or like oh like why does he just basically why is he why is he the way he is and just basically being so judgmental and i was tired of it and i'm a very outspoken person if a lot of people you know don't know that but i would just kind of call out people on it like okay well you know just basically like i'm not going to be negative on here but just basically kind of just correcting them like you know what like you do you have your own relationship um I have my own thoughts about it but I'm not if I have nothing nice to say I'm not gonna say it but you know you you deal with your own relationship and I'll deal with mine you know so but aside from that when I learned about the love language and I actually I made uh my boyfriend take the love language test cause I was like okay like I wanna see what it is that you desire so That way I know whatever it is you're doing, you know, it has to do with this. So before I actually say what his uh, love language was, um, I remember, especially even before, like we um, even like maybe our first year together. And he he would still do this all the time. I remember, well, and he still does it to this day where... He would come over to my house every day. He would want me to go over every day. And I remember I would go over. And I was just kind of the type where it was like, okay, like, if I'm just sitting here and watching TV, then what are we doing? You know? And I would get so mad. I'd be like, I don't want to watch TV today. Like, I don't want to cuddle today. Like, I don't want, I don't want to, like, do all that. And he would be like, oh, like, why? But, like, we we wouldn't argue over it. It was just kind of, like, a thing. Like, I don't want to watch TV. Yeah, I don't want to do that. You know? And, um, so I remember sometimes, like, I would ask him, like, you don't get tired of me? Like, you're with me all the time. And then whenever he had, like, a dentist appointment, he would want me to go. Whenever he had to go shopping, he wanted me to go. Whenever he had to go to the store, he was like, let's go to the store. I'm just like, what? Like, you're not tired of me? Like, dude like we're with each other all the time (laughs) you know you don't get tired of me and he would invite me to every family function so i was like what is wrong like i feel like oh like you're not tired of me and he would be like no i love you i'm just like not that not the fact that i was tired of it but i just felt like oh my gosh like what if he's like oh my gosh she wants to be with me all the time and i'm just like no like that's you so um, If that sounds familiar, but his uh, love language, it turned out to be that it was quality time. So when I learned about it and I read that, I was like, oh, I was like, okay, like. It makes sense, so you're never tired of me, you just like to spend time with me, and we had talked about it, and his response was just like, yeah, like, I just, honestly, your presence just makes me feel better, like, you know, I just want you there with me, whether it be watching TV, like, like, he just made it clear that it's not that he wanted me there all the time for, like, to, he didn't want me there all the time, to for it to look like he was controlling me or he didn't want me to go anywhere or like go out with my friends and stuff like he's not like that like he's not controlling like there's a difference so basically he just wanted to be there with me whenever we had the chance and even still this day like you know he works and goes to school at the same time so before he goes to work and his schedule's like off like you know he works different times and stuff so he'll he'll come over and he'll spend time with me or we'll go out somewhere and like he likes to go to parks so we'll just go on walks and stuff or we'll go walking and he's been trying to get me to work out with him but I'm just not having it so I'm just like yeah no like that's a no but Like, we really have improved in that. So, you know, for me, understanding that and me actually meeting his needs. So whenever he wants to watch TV, he wants to go on a walk and he wants to do like those simple stuff or like, you know, to spend quality time together. Then I do my part and I'm understanding like, okay, like, yeah, yeah, like we'll we'll do that because I know now that that's what he desires from me, you know, and I have no problem giving it. You know, there's not there's there's nothing wrong with you. Uh, Basically satisfying your partner, whether it be, you know, any of the five love languages and whatever it may be, it does tie into it. You know, whether you just like to go shopping, which would be like receiving like receiving gifts or, you know, quality time, whatever it may be, you know, because that's what you desire for what that's what you desire from your relationship. And just how, you know, you have a certain want and need you will want your partner or your friend to meet that need as well. So for me, when I took the quiz, mine was uh, acts of service. So for me, and he was once he found out mine, he was like, hmm, he was like, that's why that's why you always get so happy every time I check your car. And I'm just like, well, duh, like, you know, like what? Like, what's what's the problem with that? Or like when he washes dishes or I remember before when we were in Fireball and I would go over to his house all the time and if his, if his mom like didn't make food then he would make food and he just like I would get so happy. I'm like, Oh my god, you made food, like you could cook, like, oh my gosh, like it doesn't have to be me. Like we broke the 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 culture cycle of like a woman only has to cook, like you could cook too, and he would just look at me like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know? Like what was I talking about? But I don't mind, like, for me, in acts of service, Uh, I really enjoy when I don't have to tell, like, not just my boyfriend, but also, like, my friends as well, where if they do something for me and without me having to tell them or even, like, my family, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, I love you. Like, I appreciate you. You are an amazing person, you know? And I'll let them know, like, for Chris, like, if he does, like, um, like the like, one time where or actually recently he got me a tv but i know that would probably be like receiving gifts but i know like as we were stuck in quarantine like he thought about me he was like no like you're gonna be stuck at quarantine i'm gonna be working half of the time so you know you could watch tv i'll get you a new one and i'll keep my old one and i was just like oh my gosh like you don't have to but like i was like yes like i'm gonna be hella bored like that would be perfect and like recently now like he'll like, every time he comes over, like, he'll just look around my car and make sure everything's okay. And then he'll open up the hood and he'll just check it and stuff. And he'll tell me the things that I need. And then, like, we'll go get them and we'll buy them. And then, like, he'll get mad at me if I, like, don't tell him if I hear something or whatever, you know. Or if he washes, like, his own dishes and stuff. Like, he knows. Like, he he basically knows all that now. And he's, he's understood that now. Like, he's understood a lot, too. So, for us working together and just meeting both of our needs, it has really improved our relationship. Because I do get asked that a lot. You know, you guys look like you guys don't fight. You guys look like you guys don't. Like, you guys look like, you know, you guys never have problems. And I'm just like, oh, please. Like, it took us a long, a long, long time to get to where we are at. But which, we're not the type to... You know, just to post everything about our our lives and everything. But um, we really did. And honestly, my advice is that it's all about compromising. It really is. And just really not letting people. Because I know a lot of people have. Tr- like especially um family members have tried to come in between how. You know, what we should think. And what we should do as a couple. And we're just kind of like, you know what? We're going to keep doing what. We want to do. And what makes us happy. And we're really like not. We're just. If we're happy. Everyone else should. You know be grateful for. Like not grateful I should say. But every. You know as long as we're both happy. I mean. Que mas quieren. You know. We're both helping each other out. And you know I'm not the type where. You know I'm going to take. Everything from him. Or expect these things from him. Like I'm a very. I'm, I'm pretty patient with some things, but with my relationship, it's, uh, it's honestly become a priority for me and to making sure, you know, just simple things, you know, is he happy? Um, am I satisfying him? Um, what am I doing wrong? You know, cause I know for me, uh, and even that too, like taking criticism, I know sometimes I could add, um, you know, a bit, crazy as he says sometimes but for me taking that advice from him like he'll sit me down and we'll if we have a problem we'll talk it out and we'll make sure that we'll fix it before you know moving on to the next day you know we we never go to bed mad we never wake up mad at each other like he's I honestly it still trips me out like how patient he is and you know how he how he used to take everything from me and my expectations and it trips me out, and I give I do like I give them props for that. But I mean, if any of you guys are going through the same thing like this, you know, it's 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 completely normal going through a phase where you guys don't really know what's going on, and you know, it's just it's it's amazing. You know, being in a relationship is amazing, but as long as you know you both are happy and you both compromise with each other, and you know, and also like for a lot of people that have came to me for advice, you know, for things that some of the things that I haven't even gone through, you know, that really surprises me. And I just, you know, say, you know, it really is all about compromising and, you know, just reading the signs, you know, because society and these standards that we go through in these cycles, man, they're just, they're crazy. You know, they're really crazy. I trip out on it sometimes. And I know that me and Me, myself, you know, have broken a lot of societal standards and barriers and cycles that trips out people, you know, like, you know, because you don't have to follow that. You don't have to follow like, you know, you if you want to move in with the person, you could do it. You know, you could do it. Save yourself the money. Save yourself that, you know, because honestly, for me, it's like you got to know the person, you know, take your time. It's okay to take your time for me. Like, in my experience, I took the time, all that I needed. But if you want to be with somebody, it's okay. You just take your time, you know. Take your time. You know, nobody... Anybody could tell you, oh, yeah, that's wrong. Like, that's not right. You know, you're supposed to be married. Oh, you don't have kids yet and all of this and et cetera. But that's okay. You don't have to be married to prove to everybody that you can be a good wife. You can be a good daughter. You don't. You don't have to do that, okay? Because in the end, you know as you know as in the bible i believe it says that you know we are supposed to end up with someone we're not supposed to end up alone and i know a lot of people or a lot of women say that you know you don't need a man to satisfy you in which you don't you don't you got friends you got your family and all this stuff like you could but i mean it doesn't hurt to try to find love too you know because sometimes you know you do feel lonely because your friends are not always gonna be there and i i've learned this i i'm speaking from experience but like Friends, you know, like friends they come and go, you know, and family members, they're not here for a long time, which your family is here forever with you. I understand that. But, you know, how did your family develop from a man and a woman? You know, where'd you come from? Your dad and your father. I mean oh wow, I said dad and father, well (laughs) No, I mean your mother and your father. Your mother and your father. And, you know, it just goes back and back and back way way back along you know so either way you know we got to stop portraying that relationships are a horrible thing because they're not and not everybody's the same it's honestly just what you desire from a relationship and what you want because your expectations they're they're not bad if you want something or you expect something from someone they're not bad they're not horrible and you know don't follow that you know and if your family is bringing you down on that and like you know you got to respect that you got to respect your family what they want but in the end you know they're not the ones that are going to be in the relationship they're not the ones that are going to you know live a life with this partner you are you got to think for yourself at at one point in life you got to think okay what do i want what do i desire what do what do i like what are my what are my needs you know because it's completely normal it really is completely normal and you you don't know, honestly You don't want to be by yourself for the rest of your life. You don't like like what's wrong with sharing a life with someone and then, you know, getting married, having kids. And, you know, I know they're basic, um, they're basic, you know. Well, how would you say, like needs and stuff that a lot of people do desire, which it doesn't plan out for anybody. You know, you could be 40 and you could take this advice from me if you want, you know, and. It doesn't matter. It's never too early and it's never too late, which I mean, early, I mean, out of high school, really, or like, you know, your senior, but like, you know, not, not, not too young, not too young, you know, because everybody goes to that phase. But once you're out of high school, you know, it's, it's just, it's different. You know, it's really different. And I don't, I've learned a lot from my relationship and we've come a long way. And you know with all all of these girls that come up to me too it's just like I all tell them the same thing like i'm saying right now it's just you know it is okay to do what you're doing, you know, but if you're of course you know by all means if your partner's doing wrong, such as cheating um you know abusing, neglecting you, or whatever like that's horribly wrong you know cut 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 that person off, whether it be a woman or man doesn't matter you know cut them off. But if they're doing simple things such as, you know, they're not listening to you that much and they're not doing that, like, they're not meeting your specific standards and needs and wants and desires that you that you desire from the relationship, then you guys need to talk it out and, you know, be civil about it. It doesn't always have to be, you know, a fight, an argument, or always like that. That's something that I learned too. Like, just talk about it and compromise and promise me, you, you'll see results. And even with this too, with the five love languages, it it'll, like, it'll help you understand your relationship better, not only your wants and your needs, but also how to communicate better with your partner and even with your friendships and, you know, even family members as well, as I've, I've as I, um, have learned that too, as well, that, you know, you could also work this out with your family members, but, you know, just my advice for that, you know, just, it's honestly one main thing is just to compromise, compromise everything and what you're doing and what you're feeling and stuff you know because you know women and men we should be treated equally emotionally you know because we all have the same feelings we all have the same um you know we are all human you know we shouldn't treat the other more than the other we shouldn't downgrade one one another or the other we should all treat each other with the same because you wouldn't want the way you want to be treated you wouldn't want to how would i say it don't treat somebody the way you wouldn't want to be treated and that goes strongly for your relationship as well you know but um so that's that's pretty much really it that um i have so if you really want to go more into detail um about really your love languages and stuff and you you or you want to find out your love language um there just go to 5 com, and then the quizzes will show up and there it consists of like a couple's quiz you could take as a couple a children's quiz a singles quiz and a and a teens quiz but you can go and find out more information from that but um so my my time is up here so if you all have um any other questions and regardless or you guys just want to talk to me about your relationships and your experiences or just your stories then you know um, let me know uh, many of you do have me on social media and stuff so just let me know on that but uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode and um just stay tuned, you know, for more content to come. Or, or if you guys want me to talk more about, you know, relationships and stuff, uh, do let me know. Or any other topics you guys do have in mind, please let me know. I am open for, um, I am open up, I am open up. <laughs> I am open for anything you guys think about or anything that, you know, comes to your mind. But uh, thank you guys so much, and uh, stay tuned. Alright, y'all. Well, thank you for listening to True Stories Sis, and stay tuned for more episodes to come.